Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is up, everyone? We're back at it again for another week. And we're joined by my co-host, Bambi Bunny, from her bed. Day out of surgery. <laughs> yeah, we were going to record yesterday. Uh, but I think it was a good held on too long. Yeah, I mean, well... What had happened on my end was the problem with me is if I stop after working all night, if, if I just sit down for even a minute, that's it. I'm I'm like to I'm going to sleep. Typically, my first day off after working a weekend of nights or two days of nights, 12 hour nights is basically that's my day to get everything done, because if I do stop and rest, I'm going to fall asleep. So apparently I sat down I think at about three o'clock in the afternoon to watch a tv show with the kids and then I fell asleep now under normal circumstances if that happens my kids wake me up at about 4 30 5 o'clock and say hey you're going to make dinner <laughs> <laughs> apparently they figured ah screw it let dad sleep uh so I woke up at quarter to eight and my daughter the first words of my daughter's mouth when I woke up was oh you're awake now can we have dinner why didn't you wake me up like four hours ago? <laughs> She's like, yeah, you seem to be wanting to sleep. She's like, so we just left you. Like, We just left you there. <laughs> I'm like, never mind the fact that you need to eat. Like, you you have to go to bed in an, in an hour and you haven't had dinner. I haven't had dinner. What the heck? I'm like, we, we have a, a menu of what we do for dinner for each week. Um, we write it out on a, like a whiteboard and we usually stick to it. We'll modify things from time to time as we go through the week. And I think I had like some elaborate meal planned for yesterday. I just looked down, I'm like, mm, no, that's about an hour, hour and a half of cooking. Screw it. We're getting pizza. <laughs> so I just ordered a pizza for us. There you go. Yeah. But, uh, you on the other hand, uh, we had planned to record on, Monday. Could have swore you said Sunday, but I was wrong. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, that's a good way to scare the crap out of me. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting at work, stressed out of my bloody mind because I had a rough weekend. And then all I, I think I, I put up a post or whatever, and the first words out of your mouth were, oh, co-host fired, I'm sorry. I'm like, wait, what? what are you sorry about? It's like, you know, we were supposed to record tonight. I'm thinking... Shit, did I say tonight? No, that can't be right. I'm I'm at work right now. Why would I say record tonight? I'm at work. And so I had to scroll back through our messages and it's like, no, no, no. I said Monday. <laughs> you're good. You're good. And yeah. then I was like, oh, I'm in surgery this morning. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, now, you know, the good host slash co-host that I am, I looked out for you. I wanted to make sure you were okay. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. I'm like, we can't record Monday. You, you just got out of surgery. You'll, you'll die. I could have done it. I just would have been a little bit slurry. <laughs> it would have been fine. Yeah, there would have been, uh, that might have been an actually interesting podcast. I would have been drugged up, Bambi. 
<laughs> or or should I should I call you daddy now? Is that what we're going by now? <laughs> you saw that post. Yeah, I saw that post. Yeah. Uh, well, I like to, uh, we, we had a, a streamer buddy of ours that we were all trolling and my my friend, he has the word daddy in his in his username. Right. And there was a bunch of other people in the room that had the name daddy in their their username. So it was like a daddy's unite thing. Oh, God. And we tagged every daddy username we could find on whatnot and brought them all in there. So it was a, it was a daddy party, <laughs> but I ended up being the most daddy. <laughs> that sounds so wrong. <laughs> so, you know, daddy Bambi at your service. Oh, I really shouldn't say that. The wrong audience is going to take that the wrong way. <laughs> oh, you heard it, folks. She's, she's at your service. So, first topic of the day. Yeah. Although, I think my comment towards you was even better. It was like, so, do we call you Daddy Bambi, or do we call you Ewu Girl? <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a clip on Whatnot of me saying that in perfect anime girl voice. Oh, no. And it will live and die on Whatnot. <laughs> Somebody tipped me ten bucks to say it, so I was like, eh, screw it, why not? Hey, at least you got paid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody bid like fifty dollars for a pair of my shorts, which was weird. Whoa. Yep. <laughs> yeah, at least you're making money. I didn't get. Yeah, paid I didn't say for... I sold the shorts. I'm just saying it happened. Oh boy. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't get paid to be Pikachu in that. Do we call it a music video TikTok video type thing? I didn't get paid for that. I walked away with neck pain and a chiropractor visit the next day (laughs) (laughs) you should have sent them the bill yeah i should have i mean they hooked me up pretty well over over the years i mean (laughs) my giant gengar is in my recording studio (laughs) that thing is pretty superb yeah oh i love it the wife i mean the wife just doesn't care anymore This is life now. Yeah, she walked into, I mean, I, I recorded it. She walked into the bedroom, just looked, and she's like, really? And then after I cut, she just turns to me and she's like, ah, so I take it that's staying in the bed? I'm like, no, it, it definitely does not have to. I'm like, <laughs> it's going to go in my recording studio because I don't have any room in my Pokemon collection room. So it's got to go in my recording studio. <laughs> but... Thinking or speaking of Pokemon and the games, actually, Pokemon Company is actually considering shaking up the game release schedule. Could it possibly be because Scarlet and Violet did and continue does to have massive glitches? Um, in fact, I actually I had an annoying glitch today. Um, so right now I'm I'm trying to finish the Pokédex uh, on Violet first. Yes, Violet first. I opened up my map, searched for one of the Pokemon in the Pokedex, found where they usually spawn, and tagged a a flag there. When I exited the map, my league points and my money were still displaying up in the top right-hand corner of the screen, even though I was in the open world. And then when I went into Pokemon Battles, it was still up there. It was up there for like a good 45 minutes while I was playing until... Finally, after going back into the map six times, it finally disappeared. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was really freaking annoying. <laughs> I bet. 
there's been times where I've seen Pokemon walk through cliffs to evade me. That was always nice. I, I had a shiny Pokemon once walk through the cliff wall and just disappear forever. That what really pissed that me off. when I was in high school? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so many glitches, but they are not nearly as bad as it used to be. Uh, there's an article where Dexter... Dexter Dextroto spoke to one of the, or spoke to the COO. Uh, I believe they actually spoke at Pokemon Worlds. And he goes on to say that if you look at the past, the path we've taken up until now has been this constant release. Always regularly releasing products on a fairly fixed kind of cadence. He says, always having these products able to be introduced and new experiences for our customers. And that's how we've operated up until now. Uh, I think we're still operating in that way, but there's more and more conversations as the development environments change about how we can continue to do this while making sure that we're ensuring really quality products are also being introduced. His comment up until now raises some questions about whether changes can be made in the future. Of course, you know, with Pokemon being introducing open world concepts, maybe allowing Game Freak more time to polish titles on the Switch and its successor will help Pokemon in the future. Uh, they go on to say that Scarlet and Violet were the most successful Nintendo launches in history, but there's no telling how long fans will maintain their goodwill towards the franchise if we continue to have these massive glitches and bugs at release time. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I saw some videos on YouTube. The glitches back in you know day one, day two were hilarious, but probably also annoying as hell. You know, big heads, big bodies. I mean, I've, I still get now here and there where if you fight a, what was it, the Gimme Ghoul up on like the big towers, depending on where you're standing, you will basically morph in front of the Gimme Ghoul and your Pokemon will be behind you. That's kind of annoying. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also a little concerning when you attack or tell it to attack and basically it looks like you're attacking yourself (laughs) super not helpful yeah (laughs) you know when pokemon's turn against their humans right (laughs) (laughs) moving forward so we just had pokemon worlds however behind the scenes there were some disqualified professionals with hacked pokemon now this is obviously talking about the vgc uh, however, it's kind of a gray area. So using hacked Pokemon is technically against the rules, but players haven't always been caught. Uh, as a result, the community has been debating whether using hacked teams is an acceptable method of saving time or if it's against the spirit of the monster training games uh, due to the fact that it doesn't really change a whole lot. It just basically removes the time spent in order to get to those stats. Players have used homebrew programs like PK Hex to create specific Pokemon with exact stats. These don't have a competitive advantage over other Pokemon you could legitimately find or train. It's just done to save time, obviously. Now, of course, the alternative would be to either breed and train the Pokemon from whichever game yourself or trade with someone who has already done that. Uh, this is considered the proper way to play the games, but requires hundreds of hours of gaming and money to own the games themselves. Now, Bradley Smith was one of these such players disqualified from the tournament. Uh, he shared his experience on social media saying, should have gone to Mond myself. 
Uh, I tried trading for Demond with a reputable trader, but Demond didn't pass. He added, mm -hmm. I guess, like the weirdest part in all this is that they wait until the World Championships to start upping their game. I wish it was consistent throughout the season, but at least we now have this consistency established. Which is, I mean, I get it. I get why Pokemon did it, but again, why wait to Worlds? If this guy has been using his team through regionals and and all of this other stuff, why, why was it not stop there? Yeah, why was it allowed at regionals but not at Worlds? I mean, it doesn't really make too much sense. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think if they had let him go with it at regionals, they should let him use it in you know Worlds. But ultimately, I don't. I would say those you know it shouldn't be used personally. I agree. Um, whether or not it gives a advantage or not, I mean, if it gives an advantage, then absolutely not. But if there's no advantage, then honestly, what's the harm? That's true. I mean, I, I get it. If, I mean, it seems like Pokemon is just more worried about do you physically own the game in which you got this Pokemon from, you know? Which I can see why Pokemon's worried about that. They want to make money too, but it circles back to. Why wasn't this caught at regionals? And if it was caught at regionals, why was it not stopped at regionals or internationals or anything like that? Why continue to Worlds? Unless they figured, oh, you know, the stakes at regionals are not considerably high considering or compared to Worlds. Um, you know, if Which you is Worlds, true, but the, the whole point of regionals is to get to Worlds. Exactly, yeah. So it's like if you're technically under a gray area cheating at regionals in order to get to worlds, and let's say you place top four or you win at regionals, you get an invite to worlds, you get monetary value, you get a trophy. It's essentially rewarding cheating in right. both a physical item and monetary value, just like if you were to win worlds, then... You get a considerable amount of money and a trophy. Again, you're rewarding cheating in a monetary and physical form. It's not right. But again, it circles back to it should have been stopped at regionals. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to wait till Worlds, then... I mean, I can see it both ways. I can see if Pokemon turned around and said, we're aware of hacked monsters they don't have a physical advantage over one another so we're going to allow it for this year because they've already used it during regionals and so on and so forth going forward next year we'll change the ruling so that there is no hacked mons and we'll just kind of start fresh so to speak hundreds of thousands of people who are gonna be a little uh, better yeah be to say the least a little bit better uh they're gonna complain that hey, you know why you're allowing cheaters, blah, 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 regardless if it is advantage or not. But at the same time, if they turned around and did what they did, where it's like, oh, maybe we weren't aware of it at regionals, but now we're aware of it at Worlds. Sorry, you're disqualified. <sighs> Again, that, that's... I, honestly, that would have been the route that I would have gone. Like, I get there's no advantage, but at the same time, to an extent, there is, because they wouldn't have originally had those otherwise. Yeah. So a lot of work for minimal reward, but just enough for it to be something. Yeah. That's like, that's like me hitting up the Facebook group for Pogo and hunting down like a bunch of French players and be like, hey, man, 
I'll trade you my exclusive for your exclusive because we can't get Mr. Mime over here. So, I, you know, it's one of those things where it's like some OGs, they, they're they like, oh, I'm flying to Paris. Just go get this one. Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's not that huge of an advantage, but it is. I don't. It's kind of like a shortcut, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, what I, I wonder, because, I mean, they have Pokemon Go in regionals and worlds. Would that be considered cheating if you traded somebody for a mime? I would I would say for Pogo, no, just because okay. that is part of the game. You are able to do that and you can share, you know, your trainer codes with multiple people. I mean, for lack there of a better word, I hold my account out. I I put my <laughs> trainer code everywhere. So I have, you know, Pogo friends in Peru and Chile and France and we kind of go back and forth um, when we have cool stuff that we want or like I'll get access to legendaries they don't get and vice versa and um, so with Pogo I would I would say no because that's part of the design of the game is to be able to trade whereas having someone else you know hack monsters for you well technically depending on who you know say they have these quote-unquote hacked monsters could you not essentially just say hey you know technically you've got this mon that has uh perfect stats uh i'll trade you my less than perfect copy for your perfect copy and that way i can use it at world or regionals I mean, yes, technically it's a hacked monster, but they didn't necessarily hack it themselves. They got it in a trade. I mean, they could theoretically argue the fact that, hey, I, I got this Pokemon from a mystery trade or from a surprise trade. You know, I I didn't know it had perfect stats until I opened up the Pokemon and saw its stats. I mean, there's so much gray area to, for it. I can see why Pokemon went the easy route and just said, nope, sorry, you're disqualified. End of discussion. Right. But I think, ah, I think maybe it was a little too harsh. I mean, it it depends. I mean, if these people had the potential to win worlds, then, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's harsh. Maybe it's not. Um, Again, especially if it doesn't have any type of advantage over a non-quote-unquote modern monster. I mean, yeah, I I don't know. It's just hard because that's not like a direct point of that, whereas like Pogo, it's kind of like its whole gimmick. It's like, oh, trade with your friends. Yeah. It's, I don't know, that's, that's an interesting one. I'll, I'll be interested it's just to see gray it. enough, yeah. Yeah, it, it's just, it's really gray. Uh, and that's, I hate it when that happens, because there's no clear-cut answer as to yes or no on whether or not they should have been banned, yes or no if this should have been caught earlier prior to Worlds. It definitely should have been caught earlier. Like, if they were going to say no, it should have been caught at regionals. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, specifically more sense because, or in one sense, because if you get your ticket to Worlds, do they not pay for your airline ticket to Worlds? 
Um, I think it, uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure. I think they do. I don't know. I've, I've, I gotta look that up because I've had, I've heard some people go, oh, I can go to worlds. It's just a matter of fact, if I can afford it. They might not. You know what? It could be just like an invite rather than like a pass to worlds. True. Yeah. I mean, there's influencers out there like Real Breaking Nate who get their stuff paid for. Well, yeah, uh, especially like I know they're sponsored players, aren't there? You would think so. Oh, yeah. You never really hear about the sponsored players. Not so much. I guess. Unless well, they, like, like, specifically say it. True. I mean, I feel like some card shops end up sponsoring like certain players. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. I mean, um, there's small things that some shops can do. I mean, I had a friend who went to regionals here in Toronto who the store that we're all part of, he got like a custom sweater made from the store for when he went to regionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to get that as well when I go to regionals in October. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be I'll be sure to I don't know mope around <laughs> during mope the day. Around. And tell you how badly I'm sucking. <laughs> I started playing um oh what is it uh hang on hang on hang on brain not working oh the Pokemon TCG live oh yeah I'm not doing too bad I'm I get sent so many bulk boxes and packs of cards just for being a female on the, you know, interwebs. And so I have hundreds of those dang, like, code cards. Oh, and yeah. I finally mustered the motivation to scan them all in. I think I cashed in, like, 300 at once, and then I had a whole other stack to go. Holy crap. And my decks are so stacked, it's just not fair. Like, even me, who's not that great at the game, like, people definitely have more strategy. I just have far more power than they do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to send you screen grabs of some of my decks because it's it's just stupid OP and I should not be allowed to use these decks. <laughs> oh, that's... I See, now that's the thing. I, I'm wondering. I haven't played Pokemon Live in a while. Like, not before, or not since it went to live. I think I tried it once or twice when it was the... TCG online type of thing, kind of thing. Uh, not TCG live, but I'm wondering. Like, so there's a deck that I want to build specifically for regionals. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> and you I need to. Could, in theory, if you had all the cards, you could, in theory, test it out on live. Yeah, that's the problem. I don't. I don't. I won't have them. <laughs> not unless I pull them. Or not unless I use the code cards and potentially pull them from the packs online. Yeah, and you can you can buy like deck boosters online with like the little gem points and stuff. Oh. Okay. Uh, so you can kind of fish around for what you you want to an extent. Yeah. However, like your best bet is to just hit people up for their extra code cards because so many people don't use them and don't know necessarily what to do with them. But, um, yeah, that's kind of your, your best go-around. Yeah, see, like, that's the thing. I usually sell mine. Your code we, cards? I yeah. I sold a few. 
like I sell them on on like the apps and everything. Uh-huh. Like I'll wait till I have like a good couple hundred, and I'll get ten, fifteen dollars US depending on the sets, and then it converts pretty nicely to Canadian for us because our dollar is crap. <laughs> <laughs> but I think at one point I did keep my cool cards to try out the TCG online. The only problem I had was back then the packs weren't like the packs you get in physical form. Like you you got less cards and everything like that, which kind of sucks. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll try it. So I'm I'm getting a that's the downside. There's no freaking booster box for 151 for the English set. Um, but I'm getting the pre-ordering the 151 UPC. Uh, technically, that's Friday as we're recording. If you can get two, because you're going to want to open one, and that's going to be one that will probably hold value for a while. Yeah, but... It's, it's I know, they're, they're, they're up there, but... It's 150 was it? $151 Canadian for a pre-order right now. Yeah, that's... I mean, it's about 95 here. Yeah. It'd be a lot nicer if it was 95 Canadian for us. That'd be perfect. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, on average, they're sitting at around anywhere between 150 to 170 from some places here in in Canada. It all depends on the store and whether or not they can get it for a decent price. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I get so I'll get mine for 151, plus I get a 10% discount on it. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I mean. Right off the bat, you're you're looking at saving about just over ten dollars. So I'll probably get it for about one forty ish Canadian plus tax, mm-hmm. which unfortunately up here is thirteen percent. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that hurts. expensive. That hurts for sure. Yeah, aren't you guys like seven percent or something goofy like that? Something like that. Something. <laughs> I don't know. It just gets added to the bottom of my bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't pre-ordered those yet. I Here's my thing. I love 151. I do. Yeah. But it is impossible to master. Absolutely impossible unless you're willing to spend an arm and a leg in like two and a half years. Yeah. Um, the other thing is I'm a little bit protesting uh, 151. Little little boycott going on. Oh. Because out of all of the sets that have come out recently, mm-hmm. I feel like 151 was their opportunity to give us an art rare or an illustration rare for Cubone, and they fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't he get, like, fucking Kleppa gets two? Two? Are you? Who cares about Kleppa? Nobody. And Reverum? Really? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Out of every every Pokemon getting ARs and IRs and, and, and SR like this is crap. <laughs> I'm so mad. Like Polyrath have it. Um Wiggly Tough and, and like I'm pretty sure they're gonna be Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Given um, or Houndour got some and like everybody but Cubone. And I have a particularly large bone to pick with that. So I'm, I'm low key. Sorry to go off on a tangent, but rar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a I'll take a Marowak AR like something, but no, no. Let's all just focus on everybody else but that guy. Like <laughs> I'm waiting for Sharpedo to get his own AR before Kibona at this rate. Like who cri- gives a crap? Applin oh, is will. gonna get one first. Applin, come on. <laughs> so I'm I'm low key kind of boycotting the 151 for that reason i'm i'm actually trying to start a petition for a cubone marowak ar or ir <laughs> some sort of feature the boy needs more love <laughs> you know you know the executives in japan are going to be looking at this and going who the hell has mummy issues so bad that they need <laughs> an illustrated rare of cubone <laughs> apparently bambi has has mummy yeah. issues yeah <laughs> But can you can you really have mommy and daddy issues at the same time? Isn't that kind of bad? Wouldn't that be considered like a Bruce Wayne kind of Batman ordeal? Yeah, I'd like yeah, there you go. Be Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he, he's got mommy and daddy issues. Anyways, tangent <laughs> over. Yeah. Actually, that actually brings up a good point. <laughs> I would, kind of went off on you about my tangent. I totally <laughs> forgot about this. Okay. Path to the Peak YouTube series. First episode was interesting because I was under misconception. I figured that it was solely based on somewhere in the era of base set packs or base set cards based on what these people were using in the little classroom tournament that they had. However, and it, I guess maybe it made it a little highly unlikely but, yeah, okay, I'll throw you a bone. Possibly this kid could have won him with a goddamn otter's deck. <laughs> it's not even a Vileplume deck. It's a fucking otter's deck. But somehow she won with an otter's deck. Okay, clearly the other kids in your class suck. However, episode number two was called Regionals. And I thought, huh, all right, this would be kind of interesting. We'll see some old school cards. Yeah, it should be kind of cool. No, this is in fact set in the Scarlet and Violet Sword and Shield era because there was banners of Zacian at regionals. Zacian wasn't around in base set. And the kid that this girl beat in the classroom, he actually made a point of saying, oh, you're going to play your Otters deck? Well, you need EX cards and this and that, like, you know, heavy hitting cards. You're going to get annihilated. And I thought, wait. You're going to regionals with essentially a base set deck focused on Oddish. 
you're going to get wiped out before you even like suffer your deck, kids. Like you, you suck. But no, spoiler alert, she makes it to the finals, top two, facing against the arch nemesis goth chick in her class. And she beats her too. And she has, a, uh, I believe, a Miss Magnus deck. Like, what kind of bullshit is this? An Oddish deck at a Sword and Shield, Scarlet and Violet era regionals. And she wins with Oddish of all Pokemon. <laughs> Meanwhile, I've got a freaking Marilodon, uh, Marilodon and something else deck. And I have a hard time at championship matches at the store that I'm partnered with. So should I just get rid of Maradon EX deck and pick up a freaking Oddish deck? I guess so. <laughs> apparently, apparently I'll make it to the finals at regionals. Screw it, maybe I'll go to Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh, Pokemon Company, you idiots. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, not even like a Bioplume EX. You know, at, at least evolved the damn Oddish for crying out loud. But no, nope, no, it's just little old weed Oddish smoked everyone in a classroom and then somehow smoked everyone at regionals. Like, oh, what stupidity. But. <laughs> Speaking of worlds, a mum and son duo for the first time ever competed together at worlds. Now, <laughs> we were talking about this slightly before recording. I read this article last week, and now I can't remember how far each of them got. Kind of glanced through it. I believe, I believe Alex, her son, made it to 11th place. So almost, almost made it to top eight, which is really fantastic. Um, and took home, actually, he took home $2,500 among other prizes as well. Now, Diane, the mother, I'm trying to look through here. She plotted the popular Fusion Mew VMAX deck and finished the tournament with four wins and four losses at the end of day one, just short of the six wins needed to move on to day two. So if she was 50-50, well, what's the cutoff for, for day one? Isn't it like top 25, I think? Something like that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to assume she made it somewhere in maybe in the 20 era, summer mid-20s-ish. Maybe. She was only 68 points shy of the invite. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's good honor. I mean, if I introduced Pokemon to my mother... My mother would think I'm on crack or something. Uh, well, it I mean, looks like they've been they've been competing for about 13 years now. Yeah, I mean, and that's cool. I mean, good honor for actually wanting to get into the hobby with her son. At the same time, like, that's a really great way to bond with your child. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, my daughter and I do that. We we bond over Pokemon. We play together in tournaments. Uh, hopefully, one day. Both her and I will be at a regionals and maybe someday at Worlds. We we never know. But, I mean, that's good honor. Not many parents actually want to do that. That's re- that's really cool. And, I mean, her son took home a pretty decent prize. I mean, 
$2,500 and other prizes. I, I call that a pretty decent weekend. Yeah, that's a, that's a win. Plus yeah. you get to spend the weekend with mom. And in Japan, of all places. like you And in Japan. Japan. <laughs> that's yeah. the important part. Yeah, I mean, I just want to go to Japan in general. I I couldn't care about going to Worlds in Japan. I just want to go to Japan because, I mean, when you think of Japan, like, I instantly think the Pokemon centers. Pokemon centers there are just freaking iconic, among other things. I mean, it's like a... I'm excited for the food. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not a huge fan of food in general, but I would back some food in Japan. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge sushi fan, but, I mean, they got... Yeah, other... every taiyaki stand there was. Yeah, yeah, I would probably do that too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into our Pokemon battle. Now, just from reading this title, I'm going to get your honest opinion on it. Man oh. jailed for life after beating his neighbor to death with a bag of Pokemon cards. What? <laughs> yeah. How big was the bag? <laughs> and why can't I have it? <laughs> So, he apparently was quoted, you called me a effing nonce. Apparently, that's slang for something. And then followed by, come out here and fight like a man. <laughs> apparently, this 31-old British man has been sentenced to life in prison after he, after being found guilty of the murder of his neighbor, a 50-year-old. Now, the men, both residents of an apartment building, had gotten into a dispute after... Uh, actually, so the the 50-year-old is Mr. Wilkinson. So, apparently, uh, they got into a dispute after Mr. Wilkinson accused the other guy of being a pedophile. That's, hmm, all right, that went there. Now, according to reports, the man who had a history of mental health problems, uh, there we go, shouted, you called me an effing nonce, come out here and fight like a man, before attacking Wilkinson with a bag filled with boxes of pokemon cards so now the story changes slightly to not only pokemon cards but boxes of pokemon cards however and this is where it changes again another report on the bbc says that they were tins of cards oh so were they boxes were they tins or were they just bound up bulk <laughs> like i i think we need more attention to detail here bbc i mean the bulk that I have in my filing cabinet right now, if I were to just take those, throw them in a plastic bag and start whipping around, am I going to kill somebody? Or do I need to put them in a tin first? Or do I need to put them in the booster box? Because attention to detail. <laughs> I mean, I think the tins would be slightly more effective. Yeah, that's probably going to do a little bit of damage. Clearly. <laughs> so, apparently, after striking Mr. Wilkinson with a bag multiple times, the other guy, believing he was committing an act of mercy, picked up a piece of wood and began attacking the victim in the head, inflicting catastrophic injuries. So, uh, again, attention to detail. Technically, the bag of bulk or booster box or tins didn't actually kill the neighbor. It was a piece of wood to the head that killed a neighbor <laughs> well I, i'm glad that means i don't have to like have an icky thought whenever i look at my bulk boxes oh i see the possibilities there though oh i could do some damage with the amount of bulk i have sitting underneath my desk oh yeah i mean i just sent a ton of them to a store uh in my province i had what maybe a thousand cards and that was about 20 pounds worth of cards 
That could do some damage. I think I got like 40 pounds sitting under my desk right now. Jesus. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to like reconstruct your floor to make sure it doesn't start sagging. I know. <laughs> uh, Mr. Wilkinson was, of course, pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, go figure. Now, this guy who also has previous convictions for violence. Beautiful. He played guilty to the murder earlier this year and has now been sentenced to life in prison with a minimum sentence of 17 years before being eligible for parole. The court was told that he had a history of contact with mental health services and had not been taking his prescribed medication. Well, yeah, there we go. Uh, But nevertheless decided his mental illness was not severe enough for a defense of diminished responsibility or insanity. The judge overseeing the case recommended that the... The accused remain at a high-security psychiatric hospital where he has been held since his arrest. Uh, so, I mean, but for a minimum of 17 years, this guy's going to stick it out in a mental facility. But, I mean, if he gets out, will one of his conditions of uh, being released include not having access to Pokemon cards? <laughs> <laughs> one would think, huh? Yeah. <laughs> or would, <laughs> apparently. Hmm. It's a it's an interesting story. Yeah. Uh, I told you Pokemon was gonna start making it into court cases left and right. Oh. I called that like what a week or two ago. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing for like theft cases from stores, but now you're using Pokemon cards to actually murder people. Well, and uh, Pokemon Go is gonna start having their audio subpoenaed. I'm sure. Oh God, yeah. Yep. Over that Pokemon Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I quickly deleted that app. I am not responsible enough to make sure my audio is off. <laughs> I mean, that among other things. Because of my sleep schedule of working days and nights, whenever I, so like I would set my theoretical alarm for like 8 a.m., even though I'm up well before 8 a.m., but I didn't want to wake up to the Pokemon alarm. So if I'm on days, I set it for 8 a.m., because I'm mm-hmm. up at 6 o'clock and I can shut off the Pokemon app. But when I'm on nights, well, 8 o'clock in the morning is when I'm actually going to bed. Because I worked all night. So when I go to a night shift rotation, I would switch it from 8 a.m. to, say, 3 p.m. Because I'm usually up by 2, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, when you reset or change your alarm time to wake up, it resets your entire progress for that week. So any progress that you made in your sleep research or whatever the heck it is, it resets because you changed your your sleep pattern for that week. And so I just got really pissed off and I thought, well, why the hell am I constantly having to reset because I work continental shifts? Like, I'm sorry that I don't work a nine to five Monday to Friday type BS, like what Pokemon thinks that we all work. So for that, among other reasons of it recording actual audio while you sleep or when you do other things. I was just, no, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I stuck with it for about a week and then I basically told Pokemon to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me how to live my life. Yeah. Don't tell me that my four hours of sleep is not healthy. It's, I function perfectly fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> And finally, it's time for our good old Pokemon battle. Now, 
this week we decided to hit the reset button with a slight change uh legendaries no pseudo legendaries just plain old good pokemon fun but there's a twist one of our pokemon has a terra type is that going to screw up the opponent hard to tell you say sorry but uh who knows now I personally think I went a little easy on you this week. Could it be because, you know, I feel bad for you that you just got out of surgery? Maybe. Or it could be the fact that I technically made this list at about roughly 5 o'clock in the morning, Monday morning, while I was at work with the intentions of recording Monday night. <laughs> and like thinking, I said, we could have done it. I just would have been a little, a little more entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I should take that into account next time and just be like, so, um, how many medications are you on? How loopy <laughs> are you? <laughs> we, can, we can have a buzzed Bambi show. Oh. We've, ha- we've had one. I, it was fairly noticeable when I went back and listened to it, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah you had a you had a decent-sized drink that day. <laughs> uh, two. Two decent-sized drink that day. Yeah, we gotta, we got to have a drunk podcast. I think that should be next week's After Dark. We'll, we'll take, like... We'll try and set up a day where we can record the morning one earlier in the day and then yeah. pregame and do the other one at like six o'clock at night. Well, oh six my, my time, eight your time. No, nine, nine my time. I'm three hours ahead of you. Ew. <laughs> How do you keep forgetting that? <laughs> I don't pay very much attention to many, 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 many things. You California people, you're on your own little world over there, aren't you? <laughs> we are, man. <laughs> Hey, cut us some slack. We got another hurricane. I saw that. I actually, I was going to text him, but like, so other than your surgery, are you, you might die other than. It, it didn't touch us. It, um, it That's got cool. to my, my dad's place in LA though. Ooh. Yeah. We just got like two days of rain and everyone was like, oh my God, I forgot how to drive. Yeah. That's about us. We, when we get our first sprinkle of snow in the winter, people are like, Oh, what the hell is this way stuff? How do I drive on it again? Stop signs are optional? Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. You're going to get your rear, rear whooped, hopefully. <laughs> Maybe. As I proceed to lose so bad. Oh, probably. So, no. my first Pokemon was Venusaur. Really? Grass poison, and I'm two times weak against flying, fire, psychic, and ice. See where I mean that I kind of went easy on you? My first Pokemon was Slowbro. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you definitely won that one because, you know, Psychic. Hey. Great. All right. Yeah. So, that's that's what happens when I go easy on... I think Slowbro for a reason because we had this great whatnot debate this week um, about how a Sheldor bites a Slowbro and suddenly it evolves, right? And just <laughs> depending on where the shell is, it's a whole different thing, even though... When when he bites it, he turns into a different shell with another fit. Like it just shouldn't it be a tag team, not a whole nother. Anyways, that's why. Oh, I think so. that's yeah, I, I gave up on trying to understand the logic. There's so many weird ass ones. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. All right, so my my second Pokemon was Kangaskhan. Ooh, <laughs> okay. You sound okay. So <laughs> oh, I gotta look at your moves. Okay, let's see here. Dark type, dark, dark, fighting dragon. Okay, so dark, fighting, and dragon. Okay, well, I'm not weak against any of those. And you're only weak against fighting. Hmm. Who'd you pick? I picked Wigglytuff. 
Oh my god, Wigglytuff versus Kangaskhan. It's not the size that matters, it's the (laughs) (laughs) I would just take a Wigglytuff and shove it in the pouch, okay? Instant win. (laughs) It's usually how that goes. Ha ha ha. It is how that yep, that's an instant win. (laughs) All right, I'll take I'll take the L on that one. Oh. Now is that sympathetic post drug Bambi? And a little bit of spice is out of me today. A little bit. <laughs> I've been pacified. <laughs> My third Pokemon, I picked Alakazam. Of course you did. Good old psychic. <laughs> of course you did. I ended up picking Sandy Shocks because we were allowed one Terra type. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so normally you are electric ground, mm-hmm. weak against ground, water, grass, and ice. However, you have a Terra type, right? Mm-hmm. So, what is your Terra type then? Crap, I had it written down, and then I don't know where I put it. Oh, oh, is that? Okay, because depending on what your Terra type was, I might actually win. You might. You just might. <laughs> Trying to pick something now? <laughs> What? So are you trying to pick something that's going to be? Oh, wait, wait. Am I supposed to pick? I thought it was already listed. No. I'm trying to look. Um, Where would you be listed? I don't know. (laughs) You really are out of it. See? See? Painkillers. They're hitting hard. Yeah, no kidding. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go fire, I guess. I don't know. Fire? Okay. So... You are weak against ground, rock, and water. Uh, you're normal one time against psychic. Now, I'm weak against bug, ghost, and dark. Is I have none. Yeah. <laughs> so, technically, because you're one time weak against psychic, I theoretically should take the win on that. At least do some damage to you. But that might be up to debate. Mm, Potentially. Possibly. Yeah. Now, number four. Uh, one, two, three, four. Oh, okay. Right. All right. <laughs> I had to, like, figure this shit out. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Number four for me was Machamp. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I, I have my, my list. I just, I hate having to say that I picked Cloyster. <laughs> don't laugh at me <laughs> okay again it's because we had another great de- well not a not a great debate i oh. just made some very funny uh, jokes on what this week about cloister so i swear i'm an adult not a 15 year old boy i promise but of course i take the win on that one because you are two times weak against fighting and i'm a mm-hmm. big old fighting boy and i'm only weak against flying psychic and fairy and you're water and ice none of which is helpful no now number five what did you get for number five because this is where it's going to get a little interesting for me <laughs> I picked the most racist Pokemon possible. Minus, no, not Jinx, not the original Jinx, Ludicolo. (laughs) 
I oh take personal offense to that one. I mean, that's a pretty He's interesting wearing robot. a sombrero and looks like a pinata. Come on. <laughs> I mean, he was pretty funny for his, like, five seconds of fame in the Detective Pikachu movie. Although, Depending. I mean, you know what? They, they could have made it a little bit more racist. He was a bartender, for crying out loud. Like, True. It was weird. It was a weird thing. I picked Alolan Marowak. However. I, I have to have some respect for that. Yeah. However, I have a water Terra. Which screws me because I'm two times weak now against grass and electric and you're a big old grass boy. I'm just sour that you picked a Marowak and I didn't. But you know what? Honestly, if I didn't change like and have a water Terra, I would have been a fire ghost type and you would have been weak against me. Mm -hmm. So I screwed myself on that. Still, I'm I'm surprised. I haven't thrown a Cubone or a Marowak at you yet. Yeah, I mean, that's, you're slipping. That's kind of like my thing, too. Yeah, exactly. And finally, for number six, what did you pick? Number six, I picked Drifloon. Ooh, Drifloon. Okay, so you're a ghost flying type. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I picked Dratini. Dratini, really? Yeah, not quite a pseudo-legendary. Close, but not quite. It's a little cheaty, but I'll let it slide. No, his big brother is the pseudo-legendary. Dratini is just just a little little dragon boy. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Dratini is two times weak against ice, dragon, and fairy. You're neither of those. However, see here, you're two times weak against. Rock, Ghost, Electric, Ice, and Dark, which is neither mine. And you only take normal damage against Dragon, which... uh... I think that wins. I think Dratini takes it by that skin, a little bit of skin of a teeth. Possibly. Because otherwise neither of us got anything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I I think I might take that. That's questionable. Well, that puts you at one, two, three, four (sighs) versus my two. Yeah, versus your two. And I thought I went freaking easy on you. <laughs> I told you, I went with some oddball picks this time. Yeah. I thought about, like, throwing a, a ferrothorn in there, but I didn't. <laughs> See, I told you, I went random. Yeah, no no kidding. Holy crap. My original list was too similar to last week, and I was like, ooh, can't do that. So I had to really, really dig deep for this one. I mean, I wouldn't have remembered your last week's list if I still had it in front of me. So, I don't know, you might have been safe. (laughs) I think if I had gone with last week's list, I would have been better off versus your list this week. Probably. (laughs) More than likely. And on that note, we say have a good day. Stay tuned for the podcast tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We discuss questionable things that either we as adults or kids have done or things that our children have done or in, well in your case your child and my children uh, now, hey i have i have four the only detail is one is only mine ah well that could be interesting <laughs> mm. we'll see you again next week or tonight depending on whichever episode you want to listen to take care planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.